You're listening to a podcast series celebrating the 25th anniversary of GINA, the global initiative for asthma. We're in London to interview world-renowned asthma specialists, healthcare professionals and patients, focusing on the issues, objectives and achievements of GINA and to look ahead to the future developments that the next 25 years will bring. In our latest podcast, we're going to focus on the treatment of asthma in pregnancy with Professor Azu Yogunjolo. She's a full-time professor and head of the Department of Pulmonology at Jalal University in Turkey, and she joins us today. Hello, how are you doing? Fine, thank you very much for the invitation. I should also say that you are, of course, on the GINA board as well, and very proud to be, I believe. Yeah, thank you. Can I first ask, it's a fascinating subject, uh, mm. asthma within pregnancy. Is there a big difference, and if so, can you outline it between asthma pathology in pregnancy as opposed to any other situation? Asthma pathology is not different in pregnant women. It is still a heterogeneous disease and usually characterized by chronic airway inflammation. So could you describe the basic pharmacology of drugs prescribed in pregnancy? Uh, the long-term goals of asthma management in pregnancy are to achieve good symptom control, to minimize future risk of exacerbations, and providing women to have healthy babies. Uh, effective asthma management requires a partnership between the patients and the, uh, their healthcare providers. And pregnancy is one of the most important situations needing this collaboration at a very high level. We have reliever medications, and these medications are provided to all patients for as-needed relief of symptoms. But eliminating the need for reliever treatment is a more important goal in asthma management and a measure of success of asthma treatment. And we also have controller medications. These are very important drugs that are used for regular maintenance treatment, and we need them during pregnancy also. And they reduce the airway inflammation, as I mentioned, uh, and control symptoms and reduce future risks such as exacerbations. Could you describe the risks for pregnant women uh, in terms of asthma as a condition? Is it something that people are aware of enough? I don't think uh, they are aware of because asthma is the most common respiratory disorder to complicate pregnancy. But what happens to asthma when a woman becomes pregnant? Uh, pregnancy can affect asthma in different ways. As a classical definition we have, in about a third of cases, asthma is improved. In about a third, it does not change. But in about a third, it can worsen. But we may not predict this course. And exacerbations are uh, common in pregnancy. And uh, pregnant women appear to be particularly susceptible to the effects of viral respiratory infections, including influenza. Uh, exacerbations and poor asthma control during pregnancy may be due to mechanical or hormonal changes, but more importantly, due to cessation or reduction of asthma medication, which is closely related with the concerns of the mother or and healthcare providers. So how do we allay the worries of pregnant women who are reluctant to take asthma medication because they're worried about the baby, obviously. Uh, the most important point is that it is safe for both mother and baby to take asthma medications regularly during pregnancy. 
Asthma should be well controlled by adjusting the treatment up if needed. This avoids any worsening that could be detrimental to the baby and the mother, such as for the baby's preterm delivery, low birth weight, increased perinatal mortality, and for the mother, preeclampsia. But if asthma is well controlled throughout the pregnancy, there is little or no increased risk of adverse maternal or fetal complications. So pregnant patients with asthma should be advised and educated that poorly controlled asthma and exacerbations provide a much greater risk to their baby than do current asthma treatments. A frequently asked question, if I become pregnant, can I stop my asthma medication? They ask this, and the answer is a definite no. Because this may be harmful to you and your loved ones, asthma control should be optimized in a pregnant woman to avoid any risk for the baby. And most asthma drugs are safe during pregnancy. Use of inhaled corticosteroids, beta-2 agonists, montelukas, or teofilin is not associated with an increased incidence of fertile abnormalities. But importantly, ICAs reduce the risk of exacerbations of asthma during pregnancy, and cessation of ICAs during pregnancy is a significant risk factor for exacerbations. So ICAs should not be stopped during pregnancy. And during pregnancy, monthly monitoring of asthma is recommended, and respiratory infections also should be monitored and managed appropriately during. So the exacerbations uh, are very, very important, and during asthma exacerbations, pregnant women may be less likely to be treated appropriately than non-pregnant patients. To avoid fertile uh, hypoxia, it is important and to aggressively treat acute exacerbations during pregnancy with short-acting beta-2 agonists, oxygen, and early administration of systemic steroids. So during labor and delivery, usual controller medications should be taken with reliever if needed. So do you think any healthcare professional or indeed patient uh, listening to this podcast, do you think... Uh, if they are a severe asthma sufferer, do you think that they should preempt anything that could go wrong if they find out they're pregnant and actually go and see a respiratory specialist first before they even... Uh, they even do anything, anything by themselves. They should go to uh, their doctors and share their concerns and make the necessary treatment uh, changes in their treatment options. So do you think GPs, when they see their patient coming in to their surgeries, do you think they're worrying about a pregnant woman with severe asthma or a history of severe asthma? Or they're perhaps thinking, well, it's because they're pregnant, they're not quite as strong as it would normally be. I think they worry about the women, but they also have some concerns about the side effects of the medications. The GPs also have those concerns. So the education is so important and using of GINA website is so important to have those information. And uh, as uh, in the light of this information, they will see that there is no harm to using this medication of asthma, but not using and having uncontrolled asthma may be more dangerous to the mother and the baby. Professor, we were speaking to some patients earlier on who really benefited from the new biologics. Are they safe to use in pregnancy? Uh, we should talk about the data we have. Uh, we have the data for the omelizumab treatment, uh, anti-IG uh, IgE molecule. Uh, we have been using omelizumab for more than 10 years, and uh, we have uh, data that if the patient is on the treatment of omelizumab when uh, she is pregnant, she may continue. There is no harm. But if if she's going to start a new treatment, we don't uh, recommend to start a new treatment, and we don't have any data. With 
with the news, uh, these new biologics now. So you mentioned Gina, the Gina strategy. Yeah. And there is a lot of information uh, now available. Where should people go and find it? Uh, Gina website, uh, especially for this chapter, uh, section one and chapter two, treating asthma to control symptoms and minimize risks. And part D is the managing asthma with comorbidities and in special populations. Pregnancy is a special population group. And you've obviously been very involved in writing this. Yeah. Professor Azu Yogonjiolo, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. <laughs> the GINA website has a suite of up-to-date, evidence-based documents, booklets, videos, an implementation toolkit, and other useful information. If you're a healthcare professional interested in GINA resources for your hospital or healthcare system, or if you have ideas for new resources, please email us via our website, ginaasthma.org. Thank you for listening and for sharing in our mission to reduce the global burden of asthma.